the 36th chapter of the book of Job and verse number 27. If you found that, say amen. Let me jump up to verse 24 and pick that up. Remember, now this is one of Brother Job's uh, friends, if you will. He had several friends that came and spoke to him through his storm, through his misery. But I'll tell you, sometimes you got, you'd be better off without friends. Amen. Uh, that maybe that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you, but uh, you just get in the book of Job tonight. Uh, remember that thou magnify his work, which men behold, every man see it, man may behold it afar off. Behold, God is great. Amen. And we know Him not, neither can the number of His years be searched out. Right here's our text. For He maketh small the drops of water. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. Which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. What is that, preacher? That's fog. Also, can, under, uh, can any understand the spreadings of the clouds or the, void, or the noise of his tabernacle? Behold, he spreadeth his light upon it and covereth the bottom of the sea. For by them judgeth he the people. He giveth meat in abundance. With clouds he covereth the light and commandeth it not to shine by the cloud that cometh betwixt. The noise thereof sheweth concerning it, the cattle also concerning the vapor. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, we humbly bow in your presence this hour. Father, we pray this morning you hide your preacher behind the shadow of the cross. Lord, I pray this morning you'd cleanse our minds and empty us of self. Father, I pray this morning that you'd fill us with your spirit. Lord God, I pray this morning for men and women, boys and girls, those today, dear God, that may be listening. Lord God, those that may be present, I pray, dear God, that you'd help us, Father, to keep pressing on. Father, we thank you for all you've done. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. In the lovely name of Jesus, we pray, God, you'll get the way today in this service. And the church says, What we have in verse number 27, verse number 28, is the uh, today, if you will, the modern term, the fog. Uh, and this morning, I want you to know, uh, we see this morning in verse number 32, we see the Bible says, When clouds, or with clouds, he covereth the light and commandeth it not to shine by the cloud that cometh betwixt. Uh, if we can this morning, I've preached this before, but I feel like the Lord's laid it on our heart, uh, that we need to press on uh, through the fog. Uh, well, what do you mean about that this morning, preacher? Well, on Easter Sunday morning, 2013, I believe, uh, uh, if any of you travel south down I-77, You'll know where Fancy Gap, Virginia is, and you'll know how big that mountain is. Uh, on um, uh, Easter Sunday morning on 2013, uh, the fog had set in, and it was so bad uh, that they had a 95 uh, car vehicle accident 
and it left three people dead and more than two dozen injured seriously having to be hospitalized. They said that the visibility at the time of the accident occurred was down to 100 feet or less. Now that's physical. Can I tell you this morning spiritually, I won't be long before you, but spiritually there's times in our life that we find ourselves in the fog. Can I tell you above the fog, the light's still shining. <laughs> you and I that are down here on planet earth are separated from the light by the fog. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm just going to give you three reasons or three things that can help you to press on toward the fall. I thought this morning as we are driving on the way to church, thank God the sun's are shining. And have you ever paid much attention on a beautiful morning when the fog is set in and the valleys are full of fog? And you can see that about 10 o'clock, the sunshine has become so strong that it burns the fog away. Can I tell you this morning, church, honey, if you're going to get through the fog, you got to stay on course. You can't get off track. I mean, Paul said, pressing toward the prize of the mark of the high calling of God. Amen. Weary soldier, you got to stay on course. The Bible says straight is the gate and wide. Amen. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that enter in thereat. But straight is the gate and there is the way which leadeth unto life. And there be few that find it. Preacher, what are you saying? I thought this morning if you're coming to Union Valley and the fog would set in... Don't stop and don't try to find an alternate route. Don't stop and say, I'm going back home. Stay on course, child of God. Amen. Keep on track. Well, preacher, what are you saying? I find this morning as a pastor that a lot of God's people, spiritually speaking, that have encountered the fog banks, that have gotten off course, that have gotten off track, they quit coming to church, they quit serving the Lord, they quit reading the Bible, they quit singing in the choir, they quit doing the will of God. Honey, it's time that we stay on course today. We find this morning that one thing that will help you. Now let me just say this. Whenever that the fog comes, one thing that will help you is to slow your speed. Slow your forward progress. Preacher, what are you saying? Understand this morning that sometimes we get ahead of the Lord. Sometimes we get in front of God's will. Sometimes we're in the midst of this fog bank and we are walking by faith. We can't see the light. And we're trying to stay on course. But we're struggling. And many of us, well, I just got to hurry up and do this. You know, the Bible teaches that Brother Moses... Just as they came out of the Egyptian bondage uh, for over 400 years, uh, they buried Brother Joseph down there. Uh, they put him in a casket, uh, which is a hope box. Amen. Uh, and the Bible said they dug his bones up uh, and they took them with him. Uh, honey, listen. Uh, we find according to the Word of God, uh, they were standing on the bank of the Red Sea 
I mean, Pharaoh's army was coming up behind him. And Brother Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Can I tell you today, church, God told him to raise the rod of God. The Bible teaches that the Red Sea split and the people of God went over dry shod. They didn't go over through the mud. They, man, they didn't go over through the water. They went over on dry ground because they slowed their speed and made sure they were in the will of God. See, when we get out of the will of God, we're ahead of God. When we get out of the will of God, we're not walking behind the Lord. So preacher, how can I get through the fog? Stay on course. Slow your forward progress. You say, preacher, I've got some fog lights. I can drive as fast as I want to. You do that and you'll get killed. You do that and you'll cause damage to somebody else that's going through the same fog bank that you're going through. What do you mean? I've seen Christians that have gone through a storm and because they're going through a storm, they think everybody else ought to be going through a storm. Now, preacher, I'm not amen. I don't care if you amen it or not. If I'm going through a battle, if I'm going through a fog bank, God doesn't want me to cause havoc in somebody else's life. What's God want me to do, preacher? He wants you to stay the course. He wants you to, amen. He wants you to slow your forward progress. And here's the last thing, I'm almost done. He wants you to set your eyes on that which never changes. What do you mean? I I thought over in that, just going over the mountain, over leaving Waynesboro, Virginia, going toward Richmond on 64. Brother Adam, I believe, has driven that time. Quite a bit in his past job. I, on the way to Charlottesville, as you start climbing that mountain, I, the fog gets so thick there, they've got these little turtles I, on the side of the road. I, and these lights I, are in these turtles. And what happens I, is at night, whenever the fog gets so thick, I, they turn those on. I, and you can stay I, on course I, by watching I, that which never changes. I, do you know today, honey, that whenever the t- we're living here, and the fog comes on and he sets your eyes on the white line that's on the road. Well, what do you mean, preacher? Somebody put the line there in the daylight. Somebody put it there before the fog moved in so that when we're going through the fog, when we're going through the storms, we can set our eyes on that which never changes. So many times, We'll say, well, that church down there has got a praise band. Just because they've got one don't mean we need one. (laughs) Well, well, that church down there is using the NIV. I'm not NIV positive. (laughs) Well, well, that church down there is having coffee and donuts in the sanctuary, right under the sanctuary. Well, they can do it all they want to. We're not going to do it. Hey, I like this old time way. I like knowing that there's power with God. I like knowing that when I'm in a fog bank, I can set my eyes on He which never changes. He 
said, I am the Lord thy God, and I change not. Do you realize that he said Jesus Christ is saved yesterday, today, and forever? you realize today, church, the only way to stay on course, the only way today that we can make it through the fog is to set our eyes on that which never changes. Come on, Kelly, come to the microphone. Preacher, what are you saying? All I'm saying this morning is you can make it, child of God. You can get through the fog. You can make it. I'm so sick of people listening to the devil. Devil calling you failure. That's right, I am. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm tired of the devil telling God's people I... You can't do it. You're right, I can't, but He can. I I can be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Can I tell you today, church, honey, that God is able to take you unto the other side. I thought I heard a story some time ago about a family, honey, that left the country and they got on board, honey, the boat, and they set sail for a new land. And that boat encountered a fog bank. Listen to me. I I believe this will help you this morning. This family was on the deck of this vessel. And the fog was so thick, it scared mommy. It scared the kids. They were afraid that the captain was going to hit another boat. They were afraid the captain was going to maybe run into some ground. They were afraid for what they could not see. And the daddy, he heard the kids, he heard the wife really getting scared. He went and he called on the first mate. And the first mate came out on the deck of the vessel. And the daddy said, you've got to tell that captain he's got to stop the boat. He said, what's wrong? He said, the fog is so thick you can see. He said, there's no way he can be operating in a safe manner. And that first mate just kind of smiled. And the daddy got a little aggravated. He said, sir, you've got to stop the boat. He's going to kill somebody. And the first mate grinned again. And he said, sir, down here where you and I are, the fog is thick and we cannot see. But above the fog is the captain's pilot house. And he's got a clear line of sight. He can see. And can I tell you today, church, he's above the fog. And he'll give us direction. And he'll guide us safely if we'll sail with him. You can't make it on your own. 